Good morning and a happy new year. Uh, this is the Christian Underground News Network signing on for a brand new year podcast. And we are delighted that you've decided to join us uh, at the beginning of your year also. Uh, we, we intend to welcome in 2022 uh, the same way we finished 2021, teaching the word and the word only. Uh, so uh, we, we're not going to change our format in that respect, but uh, we are going to, to uh, delve even deeper this year, I think, into, into the Word. And uh, yeah, I think that you're, you're not going to want to miss a single one of the podcasts. I do want to apologize for being gone for the last two weeks. Uh, if you were looking for us and didn't find us with a new segment, uh, we had the holidays going on, family uh, visiting. And uh, we also had some illnesses to deal with. And, and uh, once you'll be praying for Dr. J.B. Hickson, uh, who is down with the flu. In fact, he and his, most of his family down with the flu and a pretty nasty one. So uh, please keep them in your prayers. And hopefully we'll, we'll be able to have him back with us this Tuesday. If not, we'll plan for some, something else. Uh, but uh, uh, so... It's been a year of challenges, and we've got some challenges ahead in 2022, but we have Jesus Christ on our side, and we're ready to meet any and all of those challenges. So today's subject matter is going to be appropriate. Oh, new, I think so. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's a new year, Pastor, and uh, so we're going to be focusing on new things for a new year. All right. Right? Okay. And with that being said, take it away. Tell us about some new things for the new year, Pastor. Well, uh, to begin with, uh, we're going to be probably less formal than we usually are. Uh, I don't I don't have an outline that I have to stick to. In this what? study, in this study, I can go all over the place and I probably will. Um, Is any of this alliterated? Uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't alliterated it. And uh uh, there were too many points. I mean, they they can't all begin with the letter P, I'm afraid. Okay. So, yeah, new things. There are lots of new things. I got a list of about 11 things here. And uh, we'll just start off with, uh, uh, with the words New Testament. And so and we're going to be in the New Testament of the Scriptures for the, uh, for the remainder of this hour or maybe even an hour and a half. Uh, you never can tell. Once we get started, uh, we we have uh, uh, before we start. I want you to understand, folks, that we uh, we study for education, for edification, for encouragement, enlightenment, and then just for enjoyment. I know. See, I alliterated something. Curtis. Thank you. That's five E's. Yeah. And we want you to know that that that's why we, that's why we're doing this. And so um, the first new thing uh, that comes to my mind, because I was studying new things uh, from Strong's Exhaustive Concordance and from my, uh, my wonderful King James Version Bible. And, uh, uh, and uh, as I'm going through the Strong's Concordance, I was marking everything that that had that that had to do with a new thing, and the first thing and the most prominent thing 
that I found was the word was the word testament, the New Testament. Uh, Jesus was at the Last Supper in Matthew chapter twenty six, um, and uh, it, I, I'm not going to read the whole chapter, but they were at what's called the Last Supper, and that's what we base our communion service in our local churches now is on the last supper, you know, the bread being the body of Christ and the, and again, the wine uh, or the grape juice, depending how you, how you feel about it. Uh, it. It represents the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. He gave his body to die on Calvary and shed his blood there. And so whenever we take, the communion service, we think of those two elements. And uh, they were they were all gathered together, the apostles, and uh, Judas even had something to say, and he's, uh, Jesus said that uh, someone was going to betray him, and Judas Iscariot, who did betray him, uh, answered and said uh, uh, in Matthew 26, verse 25, Master, is it I? And he said unto him, Thou hast said. And so Judas knew that he was the one who I think he I think he knew before he asked the question. Uh, and it says this in verse 26, Matthew 26. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and break it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it. For this is my is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Now, we're going to do a real quick word study on the word testament um, and, and the New Testament. And we find uh, this same uh, this same mention in Mark chapter 14, verses 24 and following, and then also in Luke chapter 22, verse 20. We find this Last Supper thing, and we saw the, the, the body and blood of Jesus Christ being represented, and he said, this is the New Testament. Now, what in the world, do, oh, by the way, we also find that same word in 2 Corinthians 3, 6, Hebrews 9, 15, 1 Corinthians eleven twenty five. 25, uh, the New Testament. Now, what in the world does the word testament mean? Do we have any idea? The, the word itself, what does it mean? Yeah. Um, yes. A written or uh, or visual. Or verbal. Or verbal uh, record or proof uh, of, of an occurrence. Sure. And, and it's, uh, and it's <coughs> literally from the Greek, it means a contract. Yeah. And so he says, this is a contract. This is, and by the word, by the way, the word testament uh, is also related to, to the word testimony. Mm-hmm. And so and so Jesus is giving uh, his disciples a, a, new, a new contract. This is something that hadn't been done before, but it's going to be done now. And he said, and he was going to die. Yeah. Uh, and uh, have his body nailed to the cross and, and the blood emptied out of his body. Remember 
those of you who uh, are so, somewhat biblically wise remember that while Christ was on the cross, they, they shoved a spear into his side and out came blood and water. The word water is also translated semen. Or, and and, and it, it simply indicates that there was no more blood left. And it indicates, medical doctors will tell you that water mixed in with the blood indicates that the act, the heart has actually burst. Yeah. Has ruptured. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so Jesus was giving them a new Testament or a new contract. And so that new contract uh, had to deal uh, with several things. Uh, first of all, um, it has to deal with a new creature in second Corinthians chapter five. I'll give you time to turn there because I'm going to take time to turn there. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 17. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 17. It says here, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new create. He is a new creature or a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new, and all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to Him by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry. Of reconciliation and so here's what and here's what you are as a new creature the old creatures passed away now you've got the same body and we're going to deal with that later a little bit later on in this podcast but you become a new creature that is you are no longer lost in the bonds of sin you still sin but you are no longer lost in those bonds you become a new creature in your soul and spirit. And so if you haven't believed in the Lord Jesus Christ as your savior at this moment, you're still the old creature. That's right. You're, you're, you're still lost in the bondage of sin. And you're without forgiveness at that point. That's exactly right. Because for forgiveness and reconciliation to God all deals with you becoming a new creature by grace through faith right. in the Lord Jesus Christ, his blood that he shed for you. And so um, when I was 11 years old, I became a new creature. Yeah, I did when I was 10. Yep. And I remember both instances very well. So we're, we're a new creature. Um, look at Ephesians chapter 2 verse 15 Galatians Ephesians chapter 2 verse 15 it says this it says having a uh, let's let's go to verse 13 and then we'll get to verse 15 he said but now in Christ Jesus ye who sometimes were far off uh, or far off are made nigh by the blood of Jesus Christ. For he is our peace who hath made both one and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity or hatred, 
even the law of commandments can't contain any ordinances for to make in himself of twain, that is two, one new man. And so making peace. And so once you believe in Jesus Christ, you become a new creature, you become a new a new man. Uh, and, and still the same body. You still have the same sin nature, but now it's taken care of by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And and because of that, you become a new creation or a new creature and a new man. So. Or a new woman. So or, well, it, 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 that, that's a refers to all generic that term. That's okay. Okay. Uh, I'm glad you pointed that out because I really want to be politically correct. Well. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I want to be scripturally correct. Then, um, Back to 1 Corinthians chapter, uh, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, please. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. I love, I love this chapter because there's so many things in it that, uh, that I love. I got so many of them shaded in my, in my study Bible. Uh, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, he said, if any man be in Christ. He's a new creature. We've read that. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And so God in Jesus Christ makes all things new. We're going to talk about some of these new things that that he's made us as we go along, but he makes all things new. Um, and in Revelation chapter 21, verse 5, says essentially the same thing. He makes all things new. Let's look at Revelation 21. It's easy to find because it's the last book in the Bible. Revelation 21, verse 5. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. Happy New Year. Amen. Yeah. And so uh, he makes all things new. Uh, he, you're a new creature. You're a new man. Oh, here's something I love. I, I hope you love prophecy as much as I do. I do. Turn to Second Peter. I do. I do. Turn to Second Peter. Wow. It's after Hebrews, right? Second Peter. I've got so many notes in Second Peter because of all the prophecies that are that are in there. My, my the margins in my Bible are filled with outlines and notes and all kinds of stuff. But this is this is what I really love. Second um, uh, Peter chapter three. Let's, let's, let's begin reading verse 9, 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish. You know, there are going to be people that perish and go to hell. Yeah. But they did it because they didn't, um, uh, they didn't uh, respect and receive the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. 
and and they didn't follow God's will. They rejected. His That's will. right. And in, in First Timothy, Second uh, Timothy, uh, pardon me, it says um, th that it's God's will. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And that word repentance means a change of mind. It doesn't mean that you're going to totally clean up your act. Because you still have the sin nature, yeah, you still but you're that. a new creature and you're a new man. You still got that sin nature to deal with, but well, yeah, you, now you have new tools that you didn't have before. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yep. You had the Holy Spirit living Pro within you to lead you and guide you in all truth. Yeah, First Corinthians right. says that. Then he says this, but the day of the Lord. Oh, what is the day of the Lord? Now that's, that's another, that's another podcast for the last times. We uh, yep. touched on it briefly on that. They of the Lord shall come as a thief in the night in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise. Wow. And the elements shall melt with a fervent heat. Can you imagine this? All the elements. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Hey, when you worked at the steel mill. Yeah. What temperature did the furnaces have to get to to melt, to melt hardened steel into, uh, into. I have slag? forgot. I've forgotten the temperatures, but you couldn't stand within, within, uh, uh, 25 feet of it. Didn't you have to put clothing on? And we had to put off? winter clothing on. We had to wear masks. We had to wear special <sighs> glasses and helmets because, and, and and I did work in the steel mills and that steel was blood red. I Would want you, you to know. Would you call it a fervent heat? Yes. And so I got a view of <laughs> fervent heat and I had to clean the furnaces yeah. that made those ingots that, 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 that put ingots yeah. into steel. That's got to be off. That's got to be thousands of degrees. Absolutely. Hot. That's right. To melt that one particular element. But think of all the elements being burned up. Oh. How hot that's going to be. And, and the works wow. that are in the earth are there and shall be burned up. And then he says this. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved. What manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? That doesn't end it. He continues to say, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God. You mean we should want that? You yeah. better believe it. You mean we should desire it? You better believe it. Uh, now, when that, when that melting happens, the church... The bride of Christ will be gone. Yeah, it'll already be gone. We will already be taken away. And then God says, Okay, Earth. Goodbye. My people are my people are gone. Yeah. And he says, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with a fervent heat. Nevertheless, don't you like some of these Bible words? Nevertheless. In spite of all this stuff, we, he's talking about believers, according to his promise, look for, and look at this, new heavens mm -hmm. 
and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Well, you need to read Revelation 21, so beginning with verse 1. That, that, that tells you a little bit about what he's talking about. And he says, Wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless, and account that the long suffering of our Lord is salvation. Isn't that amazing? Look for the new heavens. Look for the new earth. Be saved. The new heavens and the new earth are for you. And we'll get to that later on in this podcast. And I know you'd say, I wish you'd get to it. Yeah, okay, I will. Um, now, when there's something else, Curtis. Um, you remember going to church, and I'll say the name of the church, uh, and uh, you know the pastor. And it was the Averyville Baptist Church. Yep. Remember it well. Yeah. Yep. Right down the road from us. Yep. Yep. Well, it was on the other side of the river then. Well, then, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And and, and the pastor, yeah, I I, I could tell you his name, Bobby Lounsbury. He's still living uh, about, uh, oh, 30, 35 minutes from where we are seated right now. Um, And what what a precious man. Amen. And he, and he preached a message on, on uh, new things. And, and he said this, and turn to Revelation chapter 2. Revelation chapter 2. And this was one of his favorite passages of Scripture. Revelation chapter 2. We're going to zero in on verse 17, but we'll read some verses leading up to it. Um uh, he's writing to the G, uh, Jesus is telling John to write letters under the seven churches. And he says to the church at Ephesus, uh, to the angel of the church at Ephesus, that is the pastor or the, or the leader. Uh, These things saith he that holdeth seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden stand, candlesticks. And Jesus of course is referring to, um, to himself. I know thy works thy labor, thy patience, how, how thou canst not bear them which are evil. Thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not, and hast found them liars, and hast borne, and hast patience, and for my name's sake hast labored and had not fainted. Wow. I'd love for that to be said of me. Nevertheless, he said, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. Remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen, and repent, and do the first works. You know, the, the people that are most on fire for the Lord are people who are newly saved. Yeah. Sometimes us old-timers forget uh, wh- why we were saved, what we, was our purpose, and everything. We get too comfortable in our Yeah, well, so the book of Revelation is telling us this thing. Repent and do the first works, or else I will come unto thee quickly, and I will remove thy candlestick out of his place, except thou repent. But this thou hast, that thou hatest the deeds of the Nicolaitans. And that, that means people who are pleasing the people. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. The, oh, 
You mean the social justice warriors of the day? Yeah, and the and oh, the oh, those guys. Yeah, and that's something. And he says, which I also hate. Now he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh. Hey, are you in that group? Yes. Hallelujah. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. And he goes on and he goes on and he goes on and tells uh, and, and, and writes these letters. And then he says that, it, that in verse 17 of chapter 2, Revelation, precious verse. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna, and will give him a white stone. I'm going to pause here for a minute. A white stone. Yeah. I don't know how big the white stone is. Do you? I have no clue. Well, it's a given to us individually. Uh, people that are saved get, get this white stone. And it says, and in the stone a new name written. You ever sing the song, the chorus, there's a new name written down in glory and it's mine. And it's mine. Yes, it's mine. And, and the white robed angels sing the story. A sinner has come home. Has come home, Lord, there's a new. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a great. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we, we used to do that. Bobby Lounsbury zeroed in on this verse and he says he's given will give him a white stone and in the stone a new name written that only God knows which no man knoweth saving he that receiveth it and Bobby Lounsbury used to cup his hands together and look into them like there was something in them yeah. and he says what would you like your new name to be. What would you like your new name to be? And he said, I know what I want to see on my white stone. And I tear up every time I think of this. He says, I want to open my hand and look at my stone. And on it, it says, soul winner. Oh, yeah. He's still doing that. Wow. What would you like? See, see what this name is, is what Jesus thinks of, of you, you yeah. and your works, yeah. your dedication, your love for the word, mm -hmm. your love for the winning of souls, your living a decent, good, godly, wonderful life. And maybe you're not. I wonder what name he'll give you. Mm -hmm. You're still, if you're saved, you're still going to get a white stone. Yeah which is a symbol of purity yeah. and a new name. That's one of the new things that I love in the New Testament of the Word of God. A new name. <clears throat> Pardon me. Wow. We're moving right along. Oh, by the way, since you're in the book of Revelations, uh, let's, let's stay there for a while, shall we? Uh, let's look at Revelation chapter 5. Verse 9, and it says this of believers. Boy, yep. Yeah. Are you there? I'm there. 
One of the elders, look, look at verse 5. One of the elders, elders saith unto me, Weep not, behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prepared to open the book. And that was a seven-sealed book. That's uh, verse five, uh, chapter 5, verse 5. Okay. Yeah. And so these were, these were set, uh, books with seven seals, and you couldn't know anything that was underneath these seals unless Jesus Christ opened them. Verse 6, And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts, in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns, seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. Now, seven is the name of, is the number of, of God. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts, four elders, uh, four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, saying, Every one of them having harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of saints. And they sung a new song. You've got a new song, folks. Yeah. Saying. Thou art worthy to take the book, to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by the blood out of every kindred, tongue, people, and nations. Thou hast made unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. This is what your new song is, and we, 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 we love it. Um, yeah, there's a, uh, so, uh, it, it, it's just, it, it's talking about our heart and our, and our soul and our love for the things of God. And that should be our new song, Forget Rock Around the Clock. 